November, December, who knows? Won't I'll tell be, you what I do know. It won't be November. I hate being a Dolphins fan. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't overreact. Let the optimist into your heart. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Dolphin Addicts Radio Network on First Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, James Radio, <laughs> joined by my ever-trusty, optimistic co-host, Rob Cast. What up? Uh, are you at all surprised by the news we got yesterday, Rob? Um, well, let's talk about the news we got today. Right, so we're... Oh, well, let's start. I mean, All let's right. go in chronological order. It happened. The injury happened yesterday. Yes. Were you surprised? Well, yeah. I mean, nobody... I mean, yes. I'm not... It wasn't like I was like, well, today's the day Jalen Ramsey gets hurt. It was... I mean, <laughs> it's... Well, I mean, it, as a Dolphins fan, you always kind of wake up being like, what horrible oh, that's thing ridiculous. happened People, to the team today? Joe Burrow got... Was car, was also like... I mean, he's going to be fine, but... And the Garrett Wilson was... Like, everybody goes through this. This happens. This isn't a Dolphins-only thing. The, this whole... this Oh, the woe is me, the Dolphins fan. This crap happens to every team every year. This isn't the worst injury we're going to see before preseason even starts, you know, in the league. It, it seems disproportionate. That's that's last year. The way that the DBs got decimated was and disproportionate. Tua. And Tua, but but he wasn't the only starting quarterback that missed a lot of it's time. It's always it some weird thing every year. It's not just injuries. It's like you know, like bully gate. You know, you're look because you're looking for it. Because you're, it's not what? great. It's not great. I'll, I'll give you that. But it's, but this whole it was, like, yeah, it was very, very disappointing and very, very, you know. I oh, just, I get tired of the, I get very tired dolphins. of that. It's so dolphins, very dolphins. This is, go, go root for the Cardinals. Go root for the Jets. Go root for the Browns. You wanna, you wanna curse I'm never, franchise. I'm, obviously, I'm never leaving. I'm this not fan saying base. you leave. <laughs> I'm saying go look at those other. Th- go look at what a really cursed fan base looks like. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that, that's fair. I suppose. I mean, I do always do that every year as well. I always bring them up. But um, yeah, I mean. I mean, this is almost exactly like what we got last year with, uh, you know, we had the highest paid cornerback in football on IR all season long last year. I, I know you we're like starting to say it's season. the same thing. The but highest this is... quarterback in football, highest paid quarterback in football on IR just sitting there. This, so this I will say, different. you know, I mean, I love the trade at the time. Like we didn't give up much for him. I'm glad we did it. It just, just reeks of. It's, this always happens to the Dolphins. It's still going to be worth it because just for the folks that probably have heard, all heard by now, uh, we're recording this right after the news dropped. So Ramsey did have the full uh, meniscus repair surgery today, Friday morning. Um, that's done. So it is the longer end. He's going to be out months, not weeks, like probably December. we're looking at december he may not come back he could come back we'll see but this looks more like best case scenario he comes back in for the playoff push uh if yes. he plays at all and i was you know i mean like i said i love the move but i mean i think you know i i love this roster without jalen ramsey i thought we were you know at times last year looked like one of the top five teams in football if not the best team at times it's the same roster. I don't think much, you know, much hasn't changed talent wise. It's all going to depend on whether or not the defense improves with the new scheme, 
whether or not we are more disciplined and more consistent on special teams and how the offense responds and grows and evolves this year. Like that's like that. Those were the main points anyway. You know, Jalen Ramsey is a, is a great player. Um, you know, he was a nice one to have, but you know, it, it all rests on how this team responds and how McDaniel gets them to play this year. You know, last year was great at times. And, you know, I thought, you know, the way the year ended was difficult, but I, you know, I liked what I saw. I liked the last two weeks. I liked the way they responded in that Jets game and the way that they played up in Buffalo with Skylar Thompson at quarterback, you know, this year it's about how they respond. And there's still a ton of talent on this roster. And I still think it's one of the best in football if they play up to their capabilities. Yes. This took a, like, I think, Though I think it was Warren Sharp, you know, one of the NFL guys had like his top uh, cornerback rooms or or just secondaries in general, and like we would have been top one if not top three with Ramsey. Now we're he had us at eleven, and I'm like that's probably fair. Like you know you got you still have question marks. Like we we believe in Kohu and and what what uh, Cam Smith's going to do, but those are you know you're still not sure. And then you just have your your obviously you still have X and Holland. But it's still, to me, you know, can be a top 10 secondary easily. And with Fangio and the way the defensive line can get pressure and all that, you know, this isn't a sky is falling. It just sucks because we had a chance to have the best offense and the best defense in the league running at the same time. And that's less likely when you lose a player of that caliber. So... The timetable for his return is December, but I, you know, I do want to be clear, like, even if, even if he comes back, like he's almost 30 years old, he's coming off a, you know, a pretty major knee surgery. I don't know how much we can expect, you know, how much of a difference maker he's going to be at that point in the season. Um, obviously they're not going to let him play if he's not a hundred percent, but you know, he's going to, the defense will have been established by that point in the year. And he's going to be coming in as a, you know, more of a complimentary piece. And, you know, hopefully, you know, we have seen improvement on offense and special teams and the defense is, is good. And, you know, we are in the hunt for the division and the playoffs and he gets us over the hump. You know, it's, it, that's entirely possible, but it's just going to, it's going to be much different. Like I was um, anticipating, you know, him being a major part of this defense this year. And that's just, that's not going to be the case. I so, agree. But I am. I'll push back slightly, throwing my optimistic take on it. The almost thirty means this is still a, a, a you know a twenty. You're talking about a twenty-eight, twenty-nine-year-old man. Still plenty of recuperating. That's not super yeah. old, even in the NFL world. Um, you know, that's still prime. Um, and as far as I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not belittle, belittling. Uh, this is a simple surgery, but. This is not like an ACL or a or a, a yeah. full MCL. It's 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 a serious surgery, but it's this is not it's not the kind. It's not like a, as serious as a, most of the knee injuries we hear about. It's also the kind of thing I'll ask you this: like this is the kind of thing he could have had it just trimmed, and he could have played earlier. But with a but this you know this is going to kind of ruin most of the season, but allow him to play out. Like this is going to help his career, which is obviously the right way to go and the right move. This isn't a you know, oh, agree, yeah, hundred percent. Like I and you, you know, we kind of had this conversation. Like this is another similar situation. You know, the Dolphins are cursed. Was Tannehill, right? Um, you know, and you know, not having the full surgery, not doing what was best for him in his career, 
and trying to rush back. And, yeah. you know, we saw how that played out. So this obviously different situation, but, you know, kind of similar undertones. You know, when you when you have a, a major injury like this, get it taken care of, you know, rehab, do everything you can. Like they're doing I, I definitely like the way they're handling this much more than the way they handled that Tannehill situation a couple of years ago. So th- that's good. Um, you know, it just it's just a shitty situation. It's just a very Miami Dolphins like, hey, this is the guy. And, and I know you're right. This happens to every team. Every team has to deal with it. major injuries, um, you know, but it's just it seems like it happens to us more than, than, than other teams at very inopportune times. This being, And it always is going to feel like that because you're. It's your team. You're, this is the one you're paying attention to. We don't care when it happens to anybody else. And yeah, it sucks. But the you know, like I said, sky's not falling yet. Let's let's hope this is a you know not the start of a trend. <laughs> let's not keep adding bodies to this. That's what kind of did us. That didn't you know did us in a little bit yet last year. So this does bring me back to the draft. And <laughs> our second round pick of Cam Smith, which I absolutely hated at the time. Hey, and that now. is why I am not a GM here. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I mean, I'm still, I, I don't know what type of player Cam Smith is, um, but he's probably going to get a look now. Like we're probably going to, you know, probably going to have to see him play some. And another guy who's going to have an opportunity based off of this is Noah Igbenogany, right? Like we were, you know, he was kind of, a first round draft pick, you know, back in, uh, I believe the 2020 draft, uh, we was kind of a head scratcher at the time and he hasn't really panned out. Some would say a bust, but you know, this is an opportunity for him and most likely his last. And he's still like, tw- he he's still like 22. <laughs> maybe, you know, Hey, yeah. maybe. Right. Yeah. And he's crazy young. Um, but yeah, so this will, uh, though I think I read a report, it would most likely Kohu would start on the outside, and Cam, yeah, Cam by would all go to accounts, the slot. he's having a fantastic offseason. Yeah, and Cam, and you love hearing that. I hear they he both was... are Cam and oh, Kohu. Big as well. No, no, Cam and Kohu. I said are, oh. are both having great <laughs> camps. Yeah, I heard there. I mean, I feel like with the rookies like that, they kind of. I mean, they they said the same thing about A Chain as well. Um, it's early. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's unless they're like absolutely terrible. They're, they're, they're you know. They're there's not. a video <laughs> of some guy you never heard of on the Jets blowing past Sauce Gardner, and they're like, "He's having a great camp, practicing with the ones." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's as a comma like a year ago. You're never gonna hear this guy's name once the games start playing. Like this happens every team. You know, there's always a guy." And it's great, you know, make the most of your opportunities or whatever. But, I, you know, I still think, you know, it looks like – because Needham was able to avoid the pup. Um, so I think yeah. he, you know, he'll 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 get the nod ahead of, of, of Iggy. No, I love, I love the depth on the yeah, secondary. Yeah. That's, that's why, like, even without drafting Cam Smith and even if, you know, Ramsey or Howard did get hurt, like, I still – I loved the guys behind them. Like, I love Kohu, Needham. Like, both of those guys can play slot. They can play boundary. Like, they're very, very versatile corners – um, you know, and they don't they don't hurt you. Um, so if Cam Smith has the opportunity to be something special, like and that's, you know, that's what they're obviously what they believe. Um, you know, that's great. And they they obviously felt that way about Igbenogany at some point as well. So there's still some depth there. Um, you know, it just it just sucks because you really wanted to see what this defense was capable of with Ramsey on one side, Howard on the other side and all those young, talented guys behind them kind of coming in to spell them and maybe coming in at the slot or something like that and just being all on the field at the same time. 
Um, so we lose one of them, right? Um, your safety room is still, I think, pretty solid and maybe underrated. Yeah, Brandon um, you know, Jones has looked good and you know, watching the cuts or whatever. I mean, from the coming back from injury, I think yeah. Brandon Jones is a go. He avoided the pup. He's practicing looking good. We added uh Elliot. What Deshaun? Yep. Deshaun Elliot. Um and yep. obviously uh, Holland and, back there. Yeah, and then you got Holland and, and McKinley's another guy who we like. Trill Williams is another one. I haven't heard too much about him, but I mean I know people were excited about him last year, so um, you know, I don't know if they've I, have they moved him to safety or is he still playing corner? I don't know at this depth. I don't know if it matters as much because I think sure. Fangio likes to play kind of a, a three safety idea a little bit where a guy can almost be, you know, you need certain type of player where a guy can linebacker almost, you know, kind of spy in the middle, drop back, run up for run support, you know, because because the Fangio defense works on the after the snap adjustments, right? Not letting the kind of confusing the quarterback quarterback and what's happening as opposed to lining up like oh this is obvious you know the shifting happens after the snap all of a sudden a guy will drop from way deep and into the box or vice versa um super effective against play action right because when the quarterback turns turns his back for a few seconds turns around all of a sudden he's like that's not what i was planning to see you know (laughs) So, yeah, and that was my next point, right? Like, this scheme is going to play a huge difference, right? Like, there's not as much pressure on these guys on, on the boundaries, um, you know, where they're out on an island. So, you know, they're just they're, they're covering zones. They're covering parts of the field. That's their assignment. And they're going to be lined up one place, and their zone's most likely going to be somewhere completely different. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see the changes, you know, the changes in this philosophy on defense and how – that affects, you know, opposing offenses going up against this team. So that will provide somewhat of an advantage. And it gets, you know, back to my original point about this team basically being the same, having the talents and just needing to improve in certain areas. Right. So the defense obviously being one of them, there were times last year where the defense was a glaring, glaring weakness. There were times where the defense played well last year. You know, we're going to need to see, a lot more consistency out of this defense. Um, you know, and I, I think I believe we will. And I think you believe that as well. Yes. Yeah. So again, Jalen Ramsey done for the first, let's see, what are we talking about? September, October, November, and then he'll be back sometime in December. So the first three months of the season, three and a half months, we can call it, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what this. What, but the team as it stands is, to me, this is the same. The same amount of talent we had last year, which was a lot of talent, and I'm perfectly happy with that amount of talent. I was excited to have a player like Jalen Ramsey of his of his caliber coming onto this roster with the amount of talent we had. Um, you know, but I, I we're I feel like we're stacked at skill positions. I I really truly believe the two is going to have a, a huge season this year. Um, he just he he just looks the part, you know what I mean? So I feel like he's, he's really going to take that next step. It's the sleeve. Um, isn't it? A lot of that last year. I think we're going to see even more this year. It's Um, the sleeve, right? That's what, that's the difference. That was the last part. That was, that was the the missing piece. I think, you know, (laughs) he had to, he had to finish that arm sleeve, but no, I mean, he just, it just, I've always been impressed with the way, you know, he carried himself and spoke, but this is going to be, um, you know, I I believe this is going to be a good, a good season for him. I agree. I mean, I think the yeah, this another year in the just the comfort of being in an offense for the second year in a row, which he hasn't gotten to do, 
in you know since we've seen him is you know play the same offense <laughs> of system two years in a row and and then and with and McDaniel I mean I think there's there's no way he didn't learn he's way too smart to not learn from you know we there were the things we all complained about the the play but even even uh, some of the stuff he was saying in press conferences about the I'm sure you heard it we all heard it about like how the learning of offense is like learning a new language and just the fact that now getting the plays in and to his understanding and getting it out most of that play clock running out that stuff that should be cut down on just on all of this on 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 everybody's understanding i think the pre-snap penalties should be cut down because you know everyone's way more comfortable and then just the ability now you know and the understanding hey I know you got all these toys, but don't forget to run the ball. Like that makes everybody's life easy. If you can run the ball, do it. And I, I think Mc, to your point, exactly right. I feel like McDaniel's probably learned a lot as well. Yeah. If, um, if we know, yeah. if we noticed it, he noticed it and 50 other things. Exactly. A hundred percent. And I, I truly believe that like he does. I, I'm not going to say I, I haven't had the best track record of, predicting you know <laughs> the the aptitude of our coaches i did you know you know there were there were several times where i really felt like adam gase was a very good coach um you know i, I and i believe that flores was a good coach i like on on the defensive side of the ball i don't think he had you know much offensive aptitude um but or, or at least i didn't like what i saw out of the offenses oh, that God, no. brian flores ever saw so um I get the feeling like McDaniel is a little more dialed in, you know, understands like not just like of what's happening around him, but like with his players and like under like, you know, he has he seems to have a much better rapport with the team and like a better like pulse as to like what needs to happen. And, you know, he he just seems like a a better leader in my estimation. I agree. The players love him. And I mean, we all love how quirky and funny he is. But honestly, to me, one of his best traits, besides being a, you know, just this offensive, like, savant, like, rain man genius on it, is humility. Like, he, the yeah, fact that he's, he's not humble. afraid to say, like, oh, I messed up and go back and fix it, that that goes so far with, 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 the, with the people that are following you because there's nothing worse. We've seen it. 90% of these coaches, like, it was my way or the highway and I can do no wrong and, and will blame, blame, blame and never accept blame and the fact that you know mcdaniel wouldn't do that if he screws up he'll be like i screwed up he's not going to try to throw anyone under the bus but if you screw up he'll 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 be like hey (laughs) you screwed up you know and people accept to hear that from someone who's more willing to also point the finger at themselves when they when they when they earned it so yeah i agree i think he's a great leader uh and i love the fact that he's young i mean i i i want to die before he retires basically (laughs) and i and i want to die and i don't want to die for a long time I hope you don't die for a long time. Bro. Thank you. And then just to finish up on the on the defensive side of the ball, right? Like, because that's what this podcast is about. Um, I still think it all starts, and and the most important part is with that front seven. Um, and I still think we have a lot of depth, uh, at least on the defensive line and the edge. And I, I believe we're going to get some. We're going to get pressure. You know, the secondary for this type of defense is complementary, and they just they cover their zones, and they you know they just confuse the quarterback enough to get pressure to the quarterback and i think we have two at two of the best edge rushers in football um so i think we're going to be okay um it sucks but you know i still have a lot of confidence in the the players that are on defense and you know the offense that we have on this team it's just going to be about execution 
um, improvement and the way you know this team evolves as as a group. For yeah. the most part, the base is the same, and the core is still there. And in practice today, the defensive line showed out. I heard they just they crushed the offensive line, which is not very surprising. But Wilkins and Chubb were in the backfield constantly, so hopefully, uh, you know, they're taking the Ramsey thing as a challenge. Like we're going to keep this going for for when you get back here. Get well soon, Jalen. Yes. Godspeed. See you out there. Let's go, Dolphins.